Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Bible Study. I hope that you're having a beautiful day. It is a beautiful and very blessed day here in Taos, New Mexico. And we just got home last night after going on a mission and also a journey for Passover for Pesach this year. And we went to Texas, to Corinth, Texas. And I'm just so excited for what God has done. It has been a very powerful time his presence with many nations coming together from all over the world to worship the King of Glory, to just bask in his love. And what a mighty time we had. And this one is titled The Great Assembly and what a mighty assembly it was. Before we get started, let's go ahead and pray. Yahweh, we just come before you and we thank you for your gathering together, your people in these last days, as you have spoken throughout the word of God. God, we are seeing those things come to life in these last days as we see you gather the tribes from the four corners of the earth and gather us together, a great end time army, a great awakening is taking place upon the earth. And as we see the kingdom of darkness assembles, the kingdom of light has assembled and you are raising up mighty warriors in the spirit, mighty warriors who will go to battle. And we battle not with weapons of warfare that are carnal, but with those that are mighty for the pulling down of strongholds, with our worship, with our song, with our voice, we declare the kingdom of heaven with our dance, with our joy, with loving you and in prayer. We thank you, Father, for what it is that you're doing and to be included in this time in history. And we just give you praise and glory in Yeshua's mighty name. Amen. Woo! Amen and amen. Again, thank you for tuning in. This one is titled The great assembly. And there's a beautiful passage in Psalms chapter 40 verse 1. It says, I waited patiently for Yahweh and he inclined to me and he heard my cry. He also brought me out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. And that's a beautiful, powerful psalm of the salvation of our God. He picks us up out of the miry pits. He sets our feet upon a rock. We have nothing greater to do than to praise him, to declare of his mighty works, and to encourage those who are going through trials, who are going through circumstances. And so we do this when we come together with our brothers and sisters, when we come together in great assemblies to declare of the mighty salvation of our God and how he has done so much and what he is doing in our lives. And skipping down to verse 9, it says, I have proclaimed the good news of righteousness in the great assembly. Indeed, I do not restrain my lips, O Lord. You yourself know I have not hidden your righteousness within my heart. I have declared your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your loving kindness and your truth from the great assembly. So we see in this passage that it's this beautiful story of victory of how he brought us out of miry pits. He put our feet upon a rock and we've encountered his salvation.
salvation, his love. And we declare of that in the great assembly. And we just got back from a mighty great assembly of the body of Christ, the body of Yeshua. And it was so beautiful to hear the testimonies and the stories and to see the different people that God has touched and to be together in a great assembly from nations all over the world, all over the globe, coming together to worship God. It was like heaven on earth when you see a healthy body like that functioning in their different giftings with each person having a different function and declaring of the goodness of God. And that's what we just encountered. The first few days of the gathering was dedicated to honoring the First Nations. And so we came to represent Taos Pueblo. Taos Pueblo is the oldest inhabited village in North America where we still dwell in what is called Pueblo style building. So it was an honor and a privilege to represent our people in this great assembly among several other tribes. There's 572 in the United States and Hawaii and Alaska included. And so there's many tribes, many tongues and to come together and to honor one another and to be honored laid a beautiful foundation in honoring the First Nations as the host people of the land, which went into Passover, which we celebrated. And that's when it just got really thick. The glory of God with every nation, every tongue represented with Koreans, with Brazilians, with South America, North America, Australia. It was powerful. Asia, Europe, we had the whole assembly of people from all over across the globe worshiping the king of glory. And we read about the church of Corinth, of course, in scripture. And this was in Corinth, Texas. And Corinth was a prototype even in scripture of the church. And this was in Corinth, Texas, which was very prophetic that we would go there to this great assembly in Corinth, Texas, where they have been stewarding the Holy Spirit. They've been stewarding as an apostolic hub for over 50 years. And it was so beautiful to be amongst such beautiful prophetic people, people who operate in the giftings of the Holy Spirit and who are just moving in spirit and in truth. And there was just such a blessed fellowship that we had, divine appointments and divine encounters and just joy, joy. I had such a beautiful time worshiping God and just ushering in his presence as I worship and many intentionally doing the same. It was so powerful. So we read about in 1 Corinthians, speaking of the church of Corinth, and this is found in chapter 12, verse 12. It says, for as the body is one and has many parts, and all the parts of that body, though many are one body, so also is Christ. For we are all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free. And we are all made to drink of one spirit. So the body is not one part, but many. And that's what we got to encounter was just the body of Christ. Whether Jews or Greeks or free or slave, we're drinking in the living waters of the Holy Spirit of God and just getting fueled up in his presence because that is his body. And over Passover, you take in the body. Remember, Jesus was celebrating Passover with his disciples when he said, this is my body as he took up the bread. This is my body and he took up the wine. This is my blood. Do this in remembrance of me. So we are called to not only take part in the sacraments and in the 
communion physically, but also spiritually. We take in the body of Christ because we are the body. When we assemble in a great assembly, we are taking part in the body with the one spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God that is binding us together, bringing us together in unity. And we can't say, oh, I'm a foot. I'd rather be an eye or I'm a hand. I'd rather be a mouth. We all have different functions, different callings that all operate together and function. We're all a part of the body with different functions. Some body parts are secret. Some are hidden. When we look at our own bodies, we've got hidden organs. We've got a heart that you cannot see that from the outside. You can feel it pumping through your veins, but you cannot see that. Those hidden parts sometimes have the greatest mission to keep the body going, but the body is all important. Whether you are a secret part or an exposed part, a hidden part, or you're a part that is very much out there and outspoken, we are a body and we come together under his name, under his banner. And that was something that we just thoroughly enjoyed doing. We took our friend Betty with us, who is from Navajo Nation, and all of our family. We met up with my pastor who lives in Texas, and she joined us as well, and just met so much family. It was like having a huge family reunion with people we haven't seen in many years, and then with some that are new friends, like long-lost sisters and brothers. It was a giant family reunion like heaven. We are all together in his his body. And that was such a powerful, powerful time. We read about this prophecy in Hosea 10 verse 11, which I believe is what is taking place right now. This is called the restoration of Israel. Yet the number of the children of Israel shall be as sand of the sea, which cannot be measured or numbered. And it shall come to pass in the place where it was said to them, you are not my people. There it shall be said to them, you are sons of the living God, the children of Judah and the children of Israel shall be gathered together and appoint for themselves one head. We know who is the head. Yeshua HaMashiach is the head of the body. And we were together, Judah and Israel and the children, the sons of God together in one place with Yeshua at the head. And they shall be gathered together and appoint for themselves one head. And they shall come up out of the land for great will be the day of Jezreel. And when we look up the name Jezreel, of course that was a place in the Bible, but I want to look at it prophetically. It means God will sow. And that's the thing is God draws us together. He's the one that sows into our lives. He is the one that produces fruit. And also we sow, hallelujah, as host people of the land, First Nations people, we have a seed that we have sown upon the land. But many people have sowed in prayers, in worship, in ministry unto the Father. And this is a time of reaping that harvest of what was sown. And God is sowing his people into the land that there would be a mighty harvest. And he is pouring into us, watering us with his mighty Holy Spirit and living waters, that there would be fruit, that we would possess the land for his glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. The person that invited the First Nations to Corinth and the founder of Glory of Zion International is Chuck Pierce, just a very calm man. 
He has a very peaceful demeanor that he came out of the Jesus movement in the 70s, late 70s, and there's such a freedom that he invites people to have in the spirit to operate in their giftings, and he really encourages that freedom that we would operate in gifts. And it's so beautiful to see how that gives liberty to the spirit of God to move. And he's got this very white hair, and he was sharing with us that he comes from these men and women of white hair. The Bible says that your white hair is a crown of glory. So I just saw so much wisdom and so much beautiful fruit coming from the obedience and the stewardship of this man and many, many others coming together at this place where there has been healthy, healthy sowing, healthy. You see the reaping of that. We went into this garden, the secret garden, and it was so precious to go into this garden of prayer and just be there. It's very peaceful there. There was birds and there's a small farm next to it. So I just say thank you to those who have stewarded that land in Corinth, who have been obedient for so many years. And it is so evident. And we're just so thankful for God and how he uses us. And he uses our stories. And he uses us in different capacities to impact our land and those around us. And it was so beautiful. So we gather as an assembly, not only to worship, but to be mobilized, to be activated for this coming year, because that's what Passover is about. It's about coming out of Egypt, out of bondage, out of slavery, but going in, going in, possessing the land. Remember that Moses brought the Israelites out of Egypt, and then they came to the Red Sea. There was a mighty obstacle right in front of them just after they've gone into freedom. Then they're at the Red Sea while their enemies are pursuing them. And Moses is praying, lifts up his hands and God parts that Red Sea. And that's like going through, crossing over. And that was something that was a theme that I didn't even know was a theme of the whole gathering. But as we were on our way traveling, we saw a car that said heritage. We saw another car that said promised land. We saw another sign that said crossing over. And so the Holy Spirit was just speaking before we had even got there that we're entering into our heritage, the promised land. We're crossing over. We're passing the Red Sea, hallelujah, and entering into the the promises of God. And he says, we are sons and we are daughters of his kingdom. We are children of the most high God seated in heavenly places. And we just thank him for that identity that we are kings and priests of the land that he has called us to steward what he has given to us, that we would possess a land for his kingdom and for his glory. Hallelujah. We know that in the last days that we are seeing mighty kingdoms rising up kings and kingdoms that are are at war. We see wars going on in the natural and in the spiritual realms. And I believe in what I encountered as we were there. And what was spoken of is how God is assembling his warriors, his end time armies that will go and they will fight and they will pursue and they will persevere in the spirit and they will not grow weary. They will not grow tired. They will be as lions. They will be as arrows piercing through the darkness. Hallelujah. Roaring 
living as lions. <laughs> and we read about the end times in Luke 21, verse 10, it says, Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And we see that we are in these times where we're seeing that in the natural, we're seeing that in the spiritual realms. And you go on to read about the different things that are going to happen. And that's all in Luke chapter 21. I encourage you to read the whole thing. And we've read it before, but this is the part that I want to focus on. And this is verse 27. It says, and then they will see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Verse 28 says, and now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Hallelujah. We have faith and hope in our King Yeshua HaMashiach. He is coming. He is coming. And we know that we will see these things that are coming to pass upon this earth. And we know that we are a part of this time for a reason. And we just thank you, Father God, that we are included in the great assembly of your body and of your prophecies of old that are coming to life right now. Thank you for gathering us together in this time as a mighty moving army in the spirit of God that will war not by might, not by power, but by your spirit, declaring your kingdom, declaring who rules and reigns upon this earth. Hallelujah. And walking it out in victory as your sons and daughters. We just give you praise. We give you glory. We magnify and bless your holy name in Jesus name in Yeshua's name. Thank you for tuning into this Bible study. I hope this word has ministered to you, touched you, inspired you. And I just pray that there would be a mighty impartation of the Holy Spirit of God in your life, that you would just encounter him fresh and new in a new way today and going forward into this coming year in Jesus name. Amen. I pray that you have a beautiful and blessed week and we will see you next time.